On today's episode, I become a cyborg. I talk about RoboCop. Hello, welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, analyzes it, and dissects it, whether it be movies and television. And we are still continuing our year of 80s th- uh, theme movies. Uh, today's episode, I'm going to talk about an entry into the science fiction genre as I talk about 1987's American action film, RoboCop. Directed by Paul Verhoeven, starring Peter Weller, Nancy Allen, Daniel O'Hurthley, Ronnie Cox, Kurtwood Smith, and Miguel Ferrer. Uh, basically, this movie centers on police officer Alex Murphy, played by Peter Weller, who is murdered by a gang of criminals and subsequently revived by the mega corporation Omnicut Super Products, or OCP, as the cyborg law enforcer Robocop. Unaware of his former life, Robocop executes a brutal campaign against crime while coming to terms with the lingering fragments of his humanity. Um, I actually have a weird history with this movie. I have never seen this movie until tonight when I started and put it on to do this recording. And I grew up knowing what Robocop was. I knew what he did and everything. There was a cartoon series that used to come out on like week uh, weekday mornings while I was eating a bowl of cereal and watching morning cartoons before going to school and that was where I like assimilate some of the RoboCop like things he can do his gun he had like this insane motorcycle that was really cool in the cartoon I even had toys of this cartoon series um so that's like, that was kind of the gist of it. And I knew that there were sequels. I knew there were video games. I know there's actually a video game coming out where it's now going to be on the next generation con- consoles. It's I think it's called RoboCop Rogue City or something like that. I'm not really sure. But I do know it should be out within this or next year. And I even saw the really terrible remake. And the only reason why I saw that was because it had Gary Oldman, Michael... Michael Keaton, and Samuel L. Jackson. That's really the only three main reasons why I went there, and it was terrible. And I hate it, and I am not a fan of the remake. Uh, watching this movie, though, I mean, it's it's kind of cool. Like, it's really cool seeing Red Foreman playing this really insane drug dealer slash criminal, Clarence Boderick, and having such amazing lines in this movie. Kurtwood Smith in this movie is pretty much the only reason why I think anyone um, should go and see this movie. I mean, it's literally some of the most insane stuff I have ever heard in my life. And I stand by that, honestly. With such with such lines as... His buddy saying, looking at him while he's in a car chase, can you fly, Bobby? And he throws a guy onto the oncoming car. He breaks into a dude's house, threatens him at gunpoint, sees there are two hookers doing lines of cocaine on the door. And he literally looks at him and go, bitches, leave. I mean, this, I mean, there's just so much you could do with this character. I really wish he lived and probably was in the other sequels, but... I mean, it's great seeing uh, Kirkwood Smith being something other than Red Foreman from that 70s show. And honestly, I say that every time I see him in a performance, because I am a fan of Kirkwood Smith doing other things. Peter Weller is in this movie. He plays um, Murphy, the the cyborg, the RoboCop. 
Peter Weller is very, very good in this movie. I mean, normally when the sci-fi action movie, it's normally the human turning into the uh, android and trying to come to terms with reality as far as that. But unlike this one, this the central character, Robocop, it's not a robotic-like human who is stoic and invincible, but a human-like robot who is openly affected by his lost humanity. And you sort of see him struggle with that realization that my family's gone, I died, I'm this creation. Like, and he's sort of like trying to reestablish himself as who am I while he's also doing the things that he's programmed to be and everything. And it's kind of interesting to see like his, his progression. Because a lot of the entries like this um, don't really happen. And, you know, a, this movie has a big uh, legacy around this character as well that Peter Weller um, this, uh, is protecting this, mo- this, this world of Detroit, which is owned by the corporations and everything. And, you know, when Detroit and um 2013 was going bankrupt and being labeled the most dangerous place in america um the writer edward newmiller wrote we are now living in the world that i was proposing in robocop how big corporations will take care of us and how they won't i mean i've never lived in detroit i've never been to detroit i don't know i know they wanted to put a statue of robocop up kind of like how they had the statue of rocky in philadelphia I mean, I kind of would have gone to see the statue, I'm not going to lie. But still, there's a lot happening with, like, the corporations taking over and all these things happening. And now they're, like, in the police force. Like, there's just so much going on that it does seem right to have something like this character. Now, and, you know, outside of Peter Weil and Kurt Woodsmith, I think everyone who was in this movie did an amazing job. Um, Daniel O'Hurley, the old man, like the, who is formerly the villain from Halloween three, who is one of my favorite villains. He's only in this movie for, for a short time, but you even see him doing like that quick snap where he's like serious one. And it's like, Oh, why don't you tell me about this? I'm kind of curious. So it's, it's nice. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's really nice. Um, there's just. The casting and everybody that make this movie is it feels really great. Like it feels like a good fit. It doesn't feel like there's one person outdoing the other. Uh, um, the person, as I mentioned, who chews the scenery is Kurt Woodsmith, and he's great at it. The location and everything for like this futuristic Detroit where everything has gone to hell and everything is blowing up and there's crime everywhere and something is always happening, like. It felt appropriate for the background and everything that Robocop was going to be thrusted into to basically serve and protect. I mean, when the first night that he goes out, he takes down a hostage situation. He saves a woman from being almost raped. He stops a convenience store um, robbery and everything. Like, there's a lot that's happening. And, you know, it's nice to see, like, there's some form of it. There is one thing I have to mention. Two things. Um, one, Ray Wise is in this movie. Now, if most people don't know who that is, um, Ray Wise is mostly known as um, Robin's father from How I Met Your Mother. 
He's also Leland Palmer in Twin Peaks. I mean, he's done so many things. I think my generation will know him as Robin Solinsky's father. And seeing like his early work is kind of cool. And then I got to talk about one thing that disturbs me most. It was the toxic waste scene. So there is a dry, there's a driving scene where a guy crashes his truck into a vat of toxic waste and he mutates and everything and becomes like this ungodly like creature that basically gets run over to death. Like literally the car hits him and his body explodes. And thinking about it now, after watching this, because he literally crashed into it and then three minutes later, he's literally like, help me, help me. I know that guy plays a doctor on ER who is one of the worst characters on the whole show because he was in a complete giant prick, but I don't think Toxic Waste works like that, but I'm arguing um, reality within a science fiction movie. So am I really the one who should be concerned? I think I should be. I kind of am now. But all in all, I can't recommend RoboCop enough. I think RoboCop was fun. I know that there are sequels. And as I mentioned, there's a cartoon, there's video games. I have not seen either one of the sequels. I know kind of what happens. I know Peter Weller is in two. I don't think he comes back for three. I even know that there are TV show live adaptations of this movie. I think you're just okay watching one and two and then making your own decision if you want to go off and look at everything else. I think Peter Weller is great playing the cyborg and everything. Kurtwood Smith is probably the best villain I've seen in a very long time. And honestly... This movie is just like a good entry into the science fiction world. I feel like there are a lot of movies that are science fiction that don't get credit where credit is due. This one definitely should get a lot more credit because not only does it feel, it doesn't feel like science fiction. It's not in outer space. It's not um, dealing with aliens or anything like that. It's just, a, it's just about how a corporation got so big it bought the entire city and it shows like how a person who becomes an android trying to recreate the its humanity that it once had and become the person that it needs to be later on. All in all, I think RoboCop is great. I can't recommend it enough. And you should definitely check it out. It is on Freeverse through Amazon. It is free. You just have to watch it with ads. I'm sorry, but I can't help that. But that is going to be my review of RoboCop. As always, if you want to get in contact with us, please send us an email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at flixologypodcast. And as always, please like, please subscribe, please leave a review, it's how, and please spread the show word of mouth. That's how we get it out there. Now join me next week. I'll be back behind the microphone again as I talk about one of my personal favorite Coen Brother films. Not my first favorite, but literally probably number two. As I try to do another ridiculous Nick Cage accent, as I talk about the movie Raising Arizona, I cannot recommend that people should see this movie enough. I'm already going to give it a recommendation, and I definitely think you should go check it out. I love this movie, and I think you will love it too. But until next week with Raising Arizona, this is the Flixology Podcast. I'm your host, John. Take it easy.